No, I'm, I'm creating a story to drive people to our podcast. You know, you got to promote. You got to promote what you do. Promote the promotion. There we go. Look, look at this. Look at this boat. Are you not going to tell me that story is pretty cool? No. I caught you in the zone. If you want to see what I'm talking about, go to at Fancy Creates on Instagram and just check out the story. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Fancy, you're bringing, you're bringing us a topic today, which is Straight super fire. exciting. But before we get started, here we go. We've got some hey, fresh new I'm young Luis. And this is Fancy. And welcome to the content is Profit Podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content, all this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Did you forget, did you forget the intro? No, man. Silence is so important in this day and age. Space. <laughs> Creating space yeah. is so important. You gotta create some space so the so the listeners bounce and they leave the podcast. You no, know, they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what's happening? What is happening? But anyways, welcome back to Contents Profit. Today we have a special episode. Yeah, I'm gonna make a callback before we share what the episode is about. Okay. About two episodes ago we talked about podcast intros, yay or nay. Yay. I think today was a good or is a good episode to put that theory to the test where we don't do the regular intro but we should have done like a shorter intro because um, this is more we, like we never personal for the people you know we never should do anything either we do it or we don't do it exactly we didn't do it but i think it was a good opportunity for us to test it out just saying just saying you know i'm just recalling our own previous episode is that is that constructive criticism for ourselves <laughs> I like the intro that we have, but anyways, we need feedback from you. Do you like the intro that we have? It, you know, it describes the listener. It describes you. Do you skip it? Let me it? know. You skip it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't care if you skip it as long as you listen to the episode. That's great. Thank you. But uh, anyways. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Whatever. Go back and listen to the discussion <laughs> on what's your take about two episodes ago. Today, if you click, you're probably wondering, how do I grow my podcast? And today we're going to show you four types of already proven content that you can make to grow your audience and your podcast. That's right, guys. And if you're enjoying the show, go ahead and follow. Hit that bell. Download those episodes and make sure that you communicate with us on at bizbrosco that is everywhere right. that is right and if you <laughs> want to move one step closer towards your goal please don't forget to share this episode and actually i think i mixed the i mix the call <laughs> to actions in there but make sure you go to contentisprofit.com as well if you want to level up your content game okay L lesson in there guys if you are changing the process make sure that you follow through and revise the process before you actually do you it do so. you document it <laughs> document the process <laughs> yes now let's get started let's get started with the four Types of topic content that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. By the way, you're putting the notes in the wrong space. There we are. No, because that's where the research goes. So that's why I did my <laughs> research. All right, guys, as you can tell today, we are like just bouncing off of each other's energy, but we still love each other. Hug. No. Hug before we continue. No. Hug. There we go. <laughs> Hug. All right. So what are the four already proven content types? Before I actually share them, I want to share why you want to lean into this. And I think a lot of times with the creation process, the first thing that pops to your mind might be, what am I going to say, right? And oftentimes we talked about the importance of having frameworks, right? And we talked a lot about them in a great interview that we did yesterday with John Lee Dumas, his Entrepreneurs on Fire. So you better go catch that one. But pretty much, you know, long story short, 
frameworks are going to shorten that creation time frame for you and i'm going to help you kickstart the cre again the creation process Co coming from a very creative person that in some moments uh does not like frameworks too much yeah i mean <laughs> I, I was actually literally before we started this episode i was creating a piece of content based off of zero frameworks but i thought it was gonna be pretty good and then then you instagram the app crash it deleted everything so I lost all the effort that I did, but guess what? I'm going to do it again because I thought it was a good piece of content <laughs> and I want to see how people answer to it. But the point yeah. is you, frameworks help massively, specifically to create at scale, but sometimes you get inspired and you need to act upon that inspiration, right? Because mm -hmm. this has happened to me a lot and I'm sure you might, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure you're going to relate to this. Sometimes inspiration strikes and you're like, oh, I should create something about this, but I'm busy doing something else right now. Let me write it down and then I'll get back to it. And that get back to it uh, never happens. We have, <laughs> we, we have 20 notebooks of Fonsi getting back to it notes. Yeah, uh, I have just, a lot of those just, ideas <laughs> that never get done. There. But yeah, I mean, keep in mind, obviously, the framework will help you speed up your process, right? We work a lot on that, but also you have to build that uh, space to be, to be creative. So where is a place where you can put it that when you actually say, hey, I'm going to get back to so you can actually get back to it or you have your preferred method of creation, which for Fonzi has been Instagram lately. So anyways, go ahead. Well, it has been Instagram. I've been writing on Facebook. If you want to, you know, read some of my, my pieces, my poetry. I'm kidding. I don't do poetry. <laughs> uh, but let's dive in the four types of already proven content. Again, this is falls under the frameworks category. Number one, look at what is working for other creators and make your version of that. There's a very famous book called Still Like an Artist. A lot of creators talk about it. Pretty much is you are not actually stealing all the ideas and copying it frame by frame or word by word, but you are pretty much putting some input into your mind and using those ideas to generate yours with ease. But if people are talking about virality, Let's say there's a lot of content going out about virality and that content is working now pretty well. Guess what? You can go to one of these creators, see what they're doing, break it down, hack it if you want to, and then you can create your own piece of content off of that. Yeah, I think, I mean, this is great. Like, it's a great starting point. A lot of the times we get so frustrated, right? Or we lose so much time before we actually take action and publish, right? Which this can be a very short, it could be a, a, an amazing shortcut, right? You can go and look at a content that somebody that you really enjoy consuming, right? We talk about creating from an intrinsic place. Even if you are a big company, what is that in, intrinsic place for your company? And there may be some creators that have already uh, executed this uh, over a long period of time that have their craft very well developed. So go ahead and be like, what are the elements? Look below like the actual video and, and be like, okay, what is the structure of the video? What are they actually saying? Mm -hmm. How are they saying? Why are they saying this, right? And uh, create a version one of that. And that will be a great starting point to do that. We just, um, just yesterday, we were actually on a, one of the workshops that we do. And uh, this person is trying to create a, a two YouTube videos a couple of weeks. Um, two, sorry, two YouTube videos a month and then one reel, one post every single week, right? And we're, what we're doing is we're working on creating that consistent 
schedule for him to actually produce this. He has a, a job on the side. He wants to be a full-time actor on the other side. Like, there's all these elements, right? He wants to put his creative uh, self into these videos, right? And as we were actually going into the nitty-gritty on, like, how do we actually produce this YouTube video, uh, there were so many ideas all around, and all we got to do is figure out, like, one way that we can start and then improve on that. So homework was, hey, go look at YouTube creators that you enjoy and look at the structure of what they're doing videos, and that's going to give you a very solid roadmap to get started. So still like an artist. Yeah, I want to add another point in there. Remove your ego from this equation because a lot of times, been victim of that, yes. I go and I see what other people are doing and I see that it's working, but in my mind, I'm telling myself, but I don't want to be like anybody else, right? And the fact that you cover the same topic doesn't mean that you're being like anybody else because guess what? You have your own personality, which is a big differentiator from you and anybody else, the way you express yourself, the way you deliver a message, right? So super key, remove the ego, right? I, I'm going to give a very recent example. A lot of people obviously are talking about ChatGPT and AI. And every single time one of those topics come in, I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. You know, I'm not a ChatGPT or AI hater, but I, I will say I'm kind of close. And I love end, it. I know you <laughs> love it. And then at the end of the day, I tell myself, well, guess what? That's where the eyeballs are. That's where the attention is. And we live in an attention economy. Therefore, let's leverage that topic to share or message and lean into our personality to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Yeah, if you want to uh, send me a message, if you want to know anything about ChatGPT 3.5 or 4 and how you can leverage for your podcast, um, the, yeah, anyways, I've been playing with it a lot. So anyways, All right. side note. Uh, yeah, we don't <laughs> care about that, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> we yes. don't care about that. Uh, type of content number two, repeat what worked in a slightly different way. So this one can fall into the categories of series, right? I'm going to give the most recent example about us is what's your take? We started with that series. We heard good feedback from the audience, right? Somebody was talking about that in their podcast. Another person listened to one of the episodes and she shared her take with us. So we're like, hmm, let's keep doing this more, right? We're getting good feedback Let's keep doing a little bit more. Some other examples. If you go to YouTube, you see this all across the board, right? You got Noah Kagan, who he has the kind of like reach, um, like how did you become rich type of series, right? And there's a lot of other ones. So what is something that has worked in the past for you that can you do it again, maybe slightly different? I really like a framework from, his name is Nicholas Cole. He's mainly on Twitter and he writes but I love how they do this and actually or mostly does it in a similar way, which is they use Twitter to share those short form ideas. Then they see what resonates and then they create more of that in an expanded version, right? That expanded version can be a blog post. It can turn into a podcast. It can turn into a YouTube video. But now you know that that idea is validated by the audience and just create more because they want to listen more about that or similar audiences are going to have interest into that topic. Yeah, I mean, again, what, what will fit your preferred method of creation, right? So it could be, um, even if we just had this call two days ago, but 
Bart telling us about YouTube strategy, right? Like you can you can Google certain topics, and there's gonna be some videos that are gonna come out with certain opinions and and things and formats, right? And it's like, okay, can I grab maybe section one of this video and develop it, right? So, um, you if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably um, an expert matter on your subject, right? So again, somebody will say something about that subject. I'm sure the thoughts are going to be coming up. All we got to do is, okay, based on the framework of the video that we just watched, how can I replicate that in a way that we can do it, right? Whether that's a series, uh, one of our most successful series has been the newsletter series, right? And it has been just multiple episodes on, on that one topic. And it has been an incredible valuable. So we're like, okay, is that a format that we saw in, we saw it on a different channel on YouTube, on different series that they were doing? Well, can we replicate that on the podcast scene? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Let's do that. Right. So I think there's a lot of it. Uh, we might overthink it a ton, but you know, for me, I'm like the least friction guy possible. So I'm like, where is something that I really like and enjoy that is getting a ton of views? Like, can I replicate that? And again, this year we're going to start trying to do something like that specifically on YouTube, right? Podcast is our main priority, but it's similar, similar sense. That's what Fonzie did with What's Your Take? And there's different categories that he's going to announce very soon. But um, The Cool Tool School is one of them. Yeah. That we've been doing. Yeah, I don't say. It's so hard to say. The Cool Tool School. <laughs> cool Tool School. Yeah. All right. Next. All right. Next one. Number Three, actually, before I share number three, guys, this is a gentle reminder that if you want to level up your content, just go to contentisprofit.com and just sign up to join the fam and join the Facebook group, Content is Profit. All right, back to a regular transmission. <laughs> <laughs> number three is what is called a social hack. Make a video of someone that's for more, far more, and I'm doing air quotes here, clickable than you are. So this could be creator breakdowns, actually. Uh, we met this guy. He used to be Steve Larson's YouTube guy, right? His name. Yeah. I'm sure he won't. He won't mind if we share his name here. Go look him up on YouTube. His videos are amazing. His name is John Dorman, right? And yeah. he's always been kind of like obsessed with YouTube. He really liked it, and he was helping one of our first mentors, Steve Larson, with his YouTube channel. But then he kind of like disappeared. Didn't hear about him for a long time, and all of a sudden, boom! One of his videos drops on YouTube, and it's a straight banger like it was so freaking good like i'm a geek uh, when it comes to editing and all that stuff and he did an incredible job but the best part was the storytelling and the breakdown of the creator that he was doing and that one video literally his channel had barely any subscribers or views that one video had tens of thousands of views because of how well he did this creator breakdown. So he listened to that feedback, and last of lately, he's been launching a lot of creator breakdowns, right? Talking about how they grew on YouTube, because that is his audience, and he's been doing absolutely amazing. So how can you replicate that in your niche, right? In your business. I said that before this, I was actually creating a little reel, right? That, you know, Instagram, thank you, Instagram, uh, deleted. I was actually doing a little bit of a creator breakdown. I, it was more of a creator move breakdown. And I was breaking down on one of the big Instagram creators that I follow was leveraging the news to bring in the attention of the audience and create engagement and conversation. So I was just literally breaking that down in 30 seconds, 60 seconds, and... I couldn't send it 
right? Because then you Instagram, you crash, but I'm going to do it again and I'll come back with the results because I'm pretty sure that one is going to catch a little bit of steam in there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm personally a big fan of, you know, create a longer piece of content and then leverage that piece to create more, right? That's my preferred method of doing it. And there's different, different tools that we can do that. But if you are like platform specific, let's say Instagram or, or TikTok, inside of those platforms, they provide tools with you where you can stitch your video into something else that's already grabbing a ton of traction, right? So, um, you know, we mm. all often talk about the safety net of content, where it's the content that you produce consistently every single time. You do not miss a beat, right? It could be the podcast, it could be the micro content from that podcast. That's an example of it, right? Or your tweets. But then, right, what's the top of mind inspiration moment where maybe you're scrolling through these um, short form platforms, right? And you find a video that you might resonate with that idea. You might not resonate with that idea. That's a great opportunity to use the tools within the platform to then go ahead and share your thoughts, right? So that's a very, that's another example of that social hacks. What are some videos around your topic, around your niche that are going semi-viral, viral, whatever, right? And you can attach to that. Here's a funny example, might not be a business example, but um, I thought it was hilarious. And it was, as you're scrolling, you know, there's these videos of very uh, beautiful woman, right? And then all of a sudden, after like three seconds, it cuts up to somebody be like, hey, stop scrolling, go to the gym, stop <laughs> watching this thing, go to the gym. And that's a very example of this where- What type I'll of TikToks are- or reels are you watching, huh? I'm cleaning my t- my feet, okay? <laughs> Once in a while, there's a lady that, you know, goes in there. You know, Katie's not jealous, you know. But anyways, <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious, right? Because clearly that trainer, that fitness person knows the market that he wants to go after and knows the type of content that this person is consuming. And what he's going to do is that he's creating a visual hook with that image of that lady. And then all of a sudden they're stitching their own message into it. So how can we bring this into the business side? Okay, well, there's an influencer that might be talking about a topic that can be polarizing that you might not agree with. So the initial hack of that will be the hook of something that they say that might be polarizing and then you cut into your take on that, right? So there's different ways obviously to do that, but that's another one that you can write the the social wave. Well, I think that uh, that aligns a little bit more with point four, which... I'm going to share right now in a second, but at the same time, we have a bonus point that I want to share with you guys. But point four is leveraging those trends, right? News, events, maybe already viral going videos that you can leverage off of. So we've talked about this in previous episodes. There are two types of kind of like trends that you can kind of like ride, but is topical, which is things that are happening right now. So for example, as of the recording of this podcast, you have the SVB bank collapse. So I don't know if we can potentially attach our message to that, but there's a lot of, you know, we work with some people that are in the financial industry and they can certainly attach their message to the SVB bank collapse, right? But you also got uh, OpenAI, ChatGPT4 just launched this week. So that is something that we can definitely attach ourselves. That is a little bit more topical. And then on the other side is like, what is the evergreen trend? Something that people are going to look more into the long term. So I personally think AI is going to become a little bit more of an evergreen trend. Yes, ChatGPT4 is more topical, but AI overall, that bigger bubble is going to last a longer time. So we can create content around that 
and leverage that search that is incoming for that topic. Yeah, absolutely. And types of that could be, you know, tutorials. It can be interviews with people about ChatGPT. It could be sharing screen and uh, just walking through processes, right? It could be feedback based on content created with ChatGPT. Again, that's lots of ideas based on that wave uh, type of content. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to share three ways that you can find some trends because you might be asking yourself, how do I find these trends? It's very simple. Twitter, right? On the trends tab, on the fall, like they have a lot of the things that are just popping up real quick. So you can learn a lot from there. Reddit, it's another great place for you to learn about uh, upcoming trends. Google's, Google searches, right? So you can go into, I forgot the name of the website now. I'm going to put it Google in there. Google Trends? Uh, oh yeah, Google. <laughs> wow, Google Trends. Exactly. You can go to Google Trends and you can see what people are literally searching for. That is incredible. There is some paid some paid tools as well, like Explosive Topics. They talk about again what are they do some predictions of what could you know trend upwards recently. So hopefully you can beat that trend and you can also curate an RSS feed like Feedly. We share about it and pretty much use keywords to track certain things, to track news and see when things are about to pop up. That's pretty good. That was good. But Did I said I was going to have a bonus one. Tell me the bonus So I'm about one. to deliver right now. <laughs> you don't know the bonus one because you don't know it either. I know. Because it's, not, it's not on the notes. <laughs> That's right. Tell me. I cannot read your mind, Fonzie. So those were the four types of already proven content, right? Look at what is working for other creators. Repeat what worked usually for you, right? Look at that data and then write more of that. Social hacking, make video of someone that's more clickable than you are and leverage trends, news, events, product launches, etc. The bonus one is other people's audiences, collaborative based content. So make sure you are attaching yourself to other creators that have either a similar size audience of you or slightly bigger than you so you can leverage their audience and get more attention, get more eyeballs. We talk a lot about this in our new product pipeline platforms, which if you want to learn a little bit more, make sure you send us a message at this Rosco. But pretty much pipeline platforms is a collaborative based platform that we help you build for you and your business, regardless of the stage on business that you are, which is going to help you connect with other businesses, deal makers, and feed opportunities into your pipeline. What a great way to create content, build your authority, and also feed your sales pipeline. Just saying. Uh, but anyways, I, I, I love that last one, right? Because that's the one that we've used um, since day one from the podcast, right? What you're listening uh, to right now was built on that. Yes, absolutely. And obviously, you know, there's many ways that you can collaborate. A lot of people think podcasts because it's one of the popular topics on that space. But this collab can be done in your preferred method of creation, right? You can collaborate in a blog with another writer or another company that you might might be establishing that relationship with. I, I was just in a podcast where we talked all about relationships, right? Um, we It can be an Instagram live that you can do it. You know, we've seen people do it over Facebook lives with free accounts on StreamYard, for example, right? If you want the links of everything on this, just let us know. We can send them over. But again, it content is that vehicle where you develop this relationship and you build enough report to then move them into the next phase of your relationship. Whatever that means, right? Opportunity for us, it is a business opportunity, right? It can be a friendship. It can be any 
Anyways, I promise, if you want to go date, start a podcast about dating and interview amazing <laughs> women, and then you will find the dream one <laughs> in the podcast. I guarantee you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. Yeah. If I was single, I would volunteer to do that experiment. <laughs> okay, we have a, okay, Victor, by the way, uh, this is dedicated to you. So Victor is our cousin. <laughs> and uh, we've been talking about this for a long time. He wants to be an actor, right? And we're like, what you need to do is start a podcast or similar thing like that. Maybe your Instagram, right? Where you have these amazing conversations about the movie world uh, with producers, directors, the people that make the decisions in your industry. You're going to be building amazing content on one end, right? Because you are talking to the right people in the industry, in your niche. But at the same time, right? After the conversation, you can transition into, hey, is there any opportunities? This is what I do. So that's just another example on the day-to-day. -day, but as a business, I think this is a must, right? This is a must that you should be doing, whether that's a podcast, a YouTube channel, um, Instagram live interviews, what's the uh, LinkedIn live interviews, uh, Twitter spaces, what is the vehicle that fits your company and then start building relationships through that. But Collaborative based platforms. I need to learn how to properly say collaborative. Collab based uh, platforms. Collab based. Collab. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I've been in so many conversations lately where I'm trying to say collaborative And it's just like a blurb, just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's terrible, <laughs> but it's all good. You guys understand language barrier, but <laughs> language barrier. it's been yes. language barrier for 10 years at this Fancy, point. This was so good. I'm, I'm going to now you. go and leverage ChatGPT 4.0 and write an amazing blog about this. <sighs> okay, cool. Cool, sto <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Cool story, oh, bro. I'm testing. I'm testing. I'm the tinker in the team. Um, uh, I go and test things I think out. We're, I think we're both tinkers in different areas. Yes, absolutely. Again, if you want to go back to our framework, right, on uh, the six stages, right, we have the research, the creation, the production, uh, the distribution, monetization, and management of all this system, right? Where's today fit? It fits on that initial phase of like, what do I actually say? And it kind of trickles down into the creation aspect. So if you want a place to put this, that's where it goes. And if you want to find out more about all these amazing frameworks to speed up and help you achieve consistent publishing and increase your revenues, send us a message at BizRosco. That is right. All right. Is that Get it? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning to Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at BizRosco. That is right. If it helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with your BFF. And, of course, give us a five-star review. And don't forget to go to contentsprofit.com. Let's go. The page needs to be up first, Fonzie. I know. I forgot. Bye -bye. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya.